On the latest episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry, I'm delighted to be joined by cardiologist Dr. Paddy Barrett, chatting all things cardiovascular disease. The way I look at this is that the the two statistics that everyone should really be aware of is cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death globally and in most developed nations, but it's also the most preventable. 90% of it can be prevented at an early stage if you just follow the right steps and formula. So I look at it as a, a scary opportunity. As ever available on all podcast platforms. Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby podcast with me, Will Slattery and Luke Fitzgerald. As far as I can see, I always want to get in the Irish team. And that should be every young player's dream and ambition in this country. And if you're playing in a place where you're not going to get the opportunities in the big games, that they're the ones that get you picked. They are the ones, the Champions Cup games are the ones that get you picked. You need to be playing in a team and starting in a team for those games. It's as simple as that if you want to play in the Irish team. Every week on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the Indo Daily, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, the sequel. Well, it's been hailed the celebrity trial of the century, and yesterday marked the first day when exes Johnny Depp and Amber Heard Depp is suing Heard, his ex-wife, over a 2018 Washington Post op-ed, where she wrote in part, "Quote: I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our the actress wrath. Amber Heard, uh, ex-wife to Johnny Depp, published in the Washington Post." An op-ed uh, where she described herself as a victim of domestic violence. Six years on from their marriage breakdown, actors Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are back, raking over the coals of their troubled relationship, and nothing is off limits. During opening arguments, Heard's attorney made explosive new claims, saying for the first time publicly that Depp sexually assaulted her. Having lost a libel trial in the UK, Depp is now fighting for his good name in the US. So it was my responsibility, I felt, to not only attempt to clear my name, but I wanted to clear uh, my children of, of this horrid thing that they were having to read about their father, that was, which was untrue. I'm Kevin Doyle, and today I'm joined by pop culture journalist Jennifer Gannon to delve into this courtroom drama. Jennifer Gannon, the names Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are ones that we're incredibly familiar with. But just remind us why they are so famous, what they're worth, how this story has become one of the biggest showbiz stories in the world. I think with somebody like Johnny Depp, um, people have known him from their childhoods even. When he starred on 21 Jump Street in the 1980s and that kind of launched him as this very pretty boy but with a very artistic soul and then he went on to kind of eschew being a Hollywood blockbuster kind of actor instead. He went the artistic route and collaborated a lot with Tim Burton um, on things like Edward Scissorhands and Sleepy Hollow and all those like very kind of almost gothic kind of films and then his popularity just grew. He could have just anchored off into this very artistic world and been known for those smaller indie films, but then got the opportunity by Disney to uh, do Pirates of the Caribbean. And that, you know, really gave him the whole world as his audience. It, it just introduced him to new markets and 
thousands and thousands of new fans and a lot, a lot of money, as in in excess of, they said, $650 million he earned from all of those films. Um, and, in, you know, just really put the spotlight on him as a person, I think, as well. And with Amber Heard, uh, he was basically in a relationship with the French actress and singer Vanessa Paradis for 14 years and had two children with her and then went on to do a passion project himself, The Rum Diaries, which is based on his friend Hunter S. Thompson's book. And this was really something that he wanted to dig into himself and they hired Amber Heard to play opposite him and that's when they fell in love apparently in 2011 on the set of that and she was a very she was 23 years old at the time and just a burgeoning actress Not um, really a, a household name no. not even close to a household name at the time but what has her career been like has her relationship with Johnny Depp helped that or has it hindered it I suppose it, it, it's very strange because in a way like she does her indie roles as well you know she had a, a role in Alex Ross Perry's film Her Smell and that was you know she got good notices for that good reviews of that but then she's also done blockbusters like Aquaman and as part of the Justice League so she is embedded in a franchise herself now but the Johnny Depp fans that he has collected that are vehement supporters almost on a par with like Michael Jackson obsessive have kind of tarnished her uh, career in itself and have been unsupportive of her and it, it, she's in a very difficult time now to progress uh, she's mired in this case and I think her name will always be attached to Johnny Depp's name no, no matter how she tries to escape it because the spotlight is on them as a couple and their disintegrated relationship and these vicious uh, court appearances and arguments and settlements and suing and all of that but she has, even since they separated, she has gone on to be mm. in movies in recent years. Like she is an independent woman, well able to oh, make her definitely. own living. She, yeah. she she doesn't necessarily need Johnny Depp's money per se. No, no. She, I mean, like to be an actress in Hollywood right now, you have to be a part of a franchise, even to be an actor in Hollywood. We've seen it with, you know, Tom Holland and even Jake Gyllenhaal. But I think the, the problem with uh, her is, with Amber Heard, is that because... The fan base is so vehement and the fan base are the ones that are on social media and the uh, the ones that when you look up her name on Google, what will come up first is like free Johnny Depp and, and a lot of that press, it, it will affect her uh, unless, you know, it will take her a while to break out of this basically, I think. So let's go back to the beginning of their relationship then. They met around 2011, 2012, mm. started dating and in 2014 they got engaged and it did seem like they were becoming a power couple of Hollywood. Yeah, it's very strange because uh, with Vanessa Paradis, who he had two children with and was with for so long, for, you know, 14 years, as I said, they never married. And this seemed very strange, I think, for a lot of people that are interested in, in Hollywood or have an interest in Johnny Depp, that the fact that, now he is a serial proposer. He has engaged to, was engaged to a lot of women from Winona Ryder, Sherilyn Fenn, um, Jennifer Grey even. So he likes to propose. He's seen as this romantic, but but never seems to follow through on the whole getting married, the next step. But we saw that with Amber Heard that, you know, they were together very briefly and all of a sudden they were engaged and then they were married. Um, and that was a different turn, I think, for him. The relationship didn't last very long. We know 15 that. months. 15, 15 months the in marriage total. part of it, yeah, I should say. Yeah. They, they were together for a number of years. But 15 months was the marriage. And look, in Hollywood, nobody's shocked when a, a marriage ends, let's mm. be honest. Yeah. But it's what came afterwards, the the story of that marriage that has led us to a court in the UK and now ultimately a court in America. But let's start with the UK case first. How did mm. that come about? Yeah, so he had a case in 2020 because it, against the son who accused him, they said he was a wife beater. And um, basically... 
Amber Heard filed for divorce and at restraining order at the time. And she was in a Los Angeles court when she went for this restraining order and she had a, a visible bruise on her cheek. And she then said that her husband had violently attacked her um, and he denied the abuse. They had a temporary restraining order and he was upset then, obviously, with the public attention, with the press attention, and especially because she had written an op-ed for the Washington Post in 2018 and said, did not name Depp but said that he uh, she had been a, a suffer a victim of this abuse of violent uh, abuse. So these are the two separate things now which have been before the courts because the UK case mm. uh, which is finished was all about the well, son. He, yeah. Johnny Depp was suing the son because they call, referred to him as a wife beater and in that case Amber Heard appeared as a witness on behalf of the son basically mm. to say what they said seemed accurate to her, we move over to America where he actually sues Amber Heard herself. So we'll talk about that, but even getting a jury for this trial (laughs) that's now taking place, this defamation trial, that has even proved problematic because of their fame. The notoriety is, it, it, it's far too much. There's 11 jurors, I think, and then we saw on the first day of the trial where they had to weed them out. Some people were saying that they they asked every juror, you know, had they heard of these people? Had they heard of the case itself? And one juror was saying that his wife had just texted him this morning to say that Amber Heard wasn't to be trusted. And then we heard all the cheers going up in the court from the Johnny Depp fans who were in total agreement. So it has been so difficult because every Everybody's heard of Johnny Depp at least and everybody's heard the rumblings about this case to get anybody that has been even slightly impartial. They would have to be, you know, non-internet users basically or living under a rock to be completely impartial, I think. Some of you may recognize Mr. Depp from seeing him portray characters such as Edward Scissorhands or Captain Jack Sparrow from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. For nearly 30 years, Mr. Depp built a reputation as one of the most talented actors in Hollywood. Today, his name is associated with a lie, a false statement uttered by his former wife, the defendant Amber Heard, that falsely cast Mr. Depp, falsely unfairly characterized, cast Mr. Depp as a villain, a man who would violently abuse a woman. This is a defamation case. It's a case about how devastating words can be when they are false and uttered publicly. And give us the basic outline here of what Johnny Depp is alleging in this case, because he's the one taking it. Yeah, so he is suing Amber Heard for 50 million for describing herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. And that's what she wrote in the 2018 Washington Post op-ed. And, you know, these are the allegations about her being struck, being choked and also alleged that she was sexually assaulted in Australia in 2015. And... He is saying that his actual, you know, public reputation has been completely destroyed. He hasn't appeared in a major studio film since Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald in 2018. Um, And he says that he will never possibly star in another major studio movie again as part of the Caribbean career is over. But also he's saying that, you know, this affects his children and how he's perceived his children um, and how his 
private life has been made public knowledge because of this and it, it actually is a miscalculation and it, it, it's misconstrued and how their relationship was volatile between the two of them and it was it's not just one-sided he, he takes offence to the fact that he's been called you know a wife beater or he's been accused of being of, of these assaults um, and it, it's dark it's a very dark case I have to say because it's just it's not just about you know, the facts on the outside. It's about the, the erosion of someone due, through Hollywood being actually infected by a Hollywood machine. And I think that's seeing that role in day to day and what we're learning about Johnny Depp day to day is very disturbing. But Amber Heard has a story to tell as well. Mm. And so she has countersued for a yes. hundred million dollars. So double what Johnny Depp has looked for. And what's her argument? I mean, her argument is that, you know, that, that he was a drug addict, that he was uh, and he was a, a person that had she suffered abuse at his hands. And I think there is... Basically, this this court case has taken place in Virginia, which I think a lot of people thought was strange. But there is um, a reason for that and a reason behind that. It's something called it's the Strategic Lawsuits Against Public Participation Law. And they're slap, basically... Slap, it's known as. Yeah. In, in journalistic circles, slap. And it's something that actually journalists in Ireland want introduced here. So Exactly. And it's an extension to the First Amendment, I think, which is really important in America about free speech and activities that relate to the public interest. And I think the slap laws are, they were pushing, Amber Heard's people were pushing for the case to be tried in California because the slap laws are a lot stricter and she could basically make her presence known, you know, in court and would quash anything that she Johnny Depp would try and She could argue that yeah, what she say. wrote was in the public interest. Exactly. And she didn't actually name uh, Johnny Depp in that piece for the Washington Post. No. But she wrote extensively about domestic abuse. And, and he that says, she would have some form of immunity then uh, from the case because of this First Amendment um, rights. So I think that, you know, we, it will be very interesting to finally hear what she has to say when we do hear it. Um, and I think we will be hearing it in the next couple of weeks anyway. And so tell us a little bit about the testimony we've heard so far. We've, we've heard horrific things like a bottle attack. He's yelling at her and being abusive to her and he's slamming the kitchen cupboards and their glass. And you can hear them rattling and you can hear them breaking. Then he goes over with a big glass of wine and he has a huge bottle of wine and he pours more in there. And then she says, did you drink all of that? And then he sees that he's, she's videotaping him and bam. That's going to be a pretty graphic one for you to see. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are, are aware of uh, the YouTube clips that were going around of Johnny Depp in very drunken rages um, and seems to have thrown a bottle at Amber Heard in a rage um, because his drinking is out of control. And, and the only person that really, when you look at this, that he has to blame is himself in that way because we know him as this figure as this kind of Keith Richards tinged artistic boho soul of a poet kind of actor where he carouses with these people and he makes he made that public knowledge himself he did these very strange interviews with someone like Vanity Fair even back in 2011 where he was saying he was drinking a bottle of vintage wine a day he went gambling all night with the journalist before he had into set on Tim Burton's Dark Shadows this does not look good for him this when you see a video like this, it feels like it, it's in 
you know, it's it actually his personality. It's in terms of his personality, what we are aware of him himself, whereas he's trying to say, you know, that's not my public image. But he has made this his public image to almost be this kind of person, this self-destructive star who cannot keep track of his vast fortune and who is this, you know, rebel outlaw. And that's the kind of image he pertains. So therefore, this adds into that image. I, I don't think it's, it's any different. It, it looks like an extension of that, really. And he has taken to the stand himself, though. He's putting him, he's he's fighting back, if you like, against all this negative mm. publicity and, and what he has been accused of. How is that going to go down in Hollywood circles? Because both of them, it seems to me, are getting destroyed by this. Yeah, they both look as bad, like bad. I, I don't think anybody is coming out of this unaffected. And I think that is the problem because we heard we had a, their ex-therapist was on the stand who said that they were engaged in mutual abuse and, you know, medical workers were saying that Johnny Depp was detoxing from opiates. We had a lot of conjecture about Amber Heard faking injuries and they had photographs from, you know, the weekend where she was supposed to have been assaulted and not being able to see any visible bruising on her face. Um, And uh, we've heard a lot about Amber Heard's kind of bullying of Johnny Depp as well. His his sister... um, was on the stand saying that he, she said very hurtful comments about how he looked and how old he was getting. And there's a viciousness to this on both sides. There's also the assault, another assault that happened in Australia where she was accused of ripping, it basically is the top of his finger off, but she said he, he did it to himself and was bleeding, you know, horrifically. So there is this very charged atmosphere of their relationship that is unseemly um, and and it doesn't make either of them look good basically. And there is a veritable who's who going to appear over Mm. the next five, six weeks of this trial. Give me an idea of some of the witnesses that both sides are likely to call. Well, uh, the heavy hitters for Amber Heard would be someone like Elon Musk, who was an ex-paramour of hers, but also um, somebody who they think there's a lot there within the depth side of things. Also, they're kind of accusing Amber Heard of not actually using the money from the settlement to pay the charities. And they think that Elon Musk has actually paid some of that money for her. So there's a lot of rumours about that, but also he would be on Amber Heard's side of things. And then I like Elon Musk loves publicity, so I'm definitely sure he will turn up. And then there's someone like Paul Bettany, who was the actor who was dragged into this because Johnny Depp sent him text messages, very graphic text messages about how he would like to drown Amber Heard. And, and a, now he said on the stand yesterday, he has a very dark sense of humour. Um, it was a Monty Python style joking way that he had with Paul Bettany, um, which is hard for someone like uh, Paul Bettany to be dragged into this. Um, and I'm sure his wife, Jennifer Connolly, was not happy with that, especially because he was described as his drug buddy. Um, then there's also, you know, other stars like James Franco, who said he was there to support, he will, might be called to support Amber Heard as well and uh, about actually seeing physical bruises on her. And then on Johnny Depp's side of things, there have been rumours that various women which I don't know if this will happen, will be called to the stand. There could be opportunities for someone, they, they're saying like Angelina Jolie or Marion Cotillard or Kira Knightley, people that may have had relationships with him previously, um, which we never knew about. 
which as a public is very like high gossip central that we didn't know that he had these liaisons with these women and, and what a different person he is. Now, in fairness, I do have to say, like Johnny Depp is saying, I have this reputation as being this kind of crazer, but I'm also, you know, a very gentle person. I've never hurt a woman before. And you do have people coming out like his, you know, ex-girlfriend Winona Ryder saying that he is a gentle person, never touched her. You also have Vanessa Paradis who wrote a letter to defend him, the mother of his children. Kate Moss, we know about that he actually, you know, destroyed a hotel room when he had an argument with Kate Moss. That was public knowledge. So I, she has remained pretty silent about the whole affair. So I don't know what that situation will be as character witness wise, because so far the witnesses for Johnny Depp have all been people on his payroll, which doesn't look great. So many people are, have been affected by this malicious lie that she started and she created. It's not, uh, it's not fair. It's not right what, ha- what she did and what happened for so many people to get affected from this. It's, it's insane. And Jennifer, I suppose to finish up, because it is going to be a story, as you call it, tabloid fodder for mm. the next few weeks. Um, and it is in some ways, it feels like a movie. You're watching this courtroom drama unfold and all these familiar names playing big parts in that. But there's a very serious side to all of this as well, which is around domestic abuse and violence uh, against women and men. There's claims on both sides. Like, does it overshadow? Is there any sense of reality in what's taking place here? Or is it all just being played out like it's fiction? I feel like when we start watching something like this, we are so removed from it. And it's because they're Hollywood stars and they're actors. And we feel like we can project things on them that it's not real. Um, But there is a real sense of darkness and macabre behaviour and upsetting um, what we have to listen to is extremely upsetting um, information that's coming from that courtroom and I think you know when you bring it back to the base reality it is about you know violence it is about violent behaviour and I think that's what we need to keep in mind but also I think another factor to this is we feel like there is no consequences when you are someone like that with so much power so much money behind you if you look at you know and especially for men for male stars if you look at someone like Mel Gibson their careers just come back people forget it doesn't matter or even you know we're looking at Will Smith right now what are the consequences of this behaviour and I think with somebody like Johnny Depp we do think my god it's you know terrible when we're getting into the nitty gritty of looking at this, but at the end of the day, we're like, well, will there be a recourse or will we just forget about this? And in 10 years time, we'll be doing a victory lap and getting an honorary Oscar or will the Me Too movement or will these movements or will, the, you know, this evidence that we're hearing now, will that affect anything? Will it change? What we've learned about him, though, I think has tainted him forever for a lot of people. And that's the only recourse I think that may happen. That was pop culture journalist Jennifer Gannon. If you've been affected by anything in this podcast, you can contact womensaid.ie or mensaid.ie. I'm Kevin Doyle and you can follow the latest developments in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial on independent.ie. Archive clips today were from Virginia Court TV, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, News Nation and The Washington Post. Today's podcast was produced and researched by Gareth Mulhall, recorded by Gavin Hennessy, with sound design by Graham Davison. If you enjoyed the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review.